Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Good morning, good afternoon. Which one is it? The show starts at 12. Should I be saying good afternoon or should I be saying good morning to all the paper chasers out there? This is Brandon Marshall. I got my boy B Flow here. Had so many battles in the NFL, and now we're battling it out right here at this desk on Paper Route. Sirius XM, Faction Talk, Channel 103. We got Andrew Who Woo, super producer, and also BC in the booth. Fellas, how are we doing? What's the word? What's going on, B Flow? I was waiting for you to start the show off with the here he. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it. you. Let me down on that. Yo, one, man. I, I didn't do that. I haven't done that in a couple know, of months. I know. I know. I thought yeah, you were going to definitely take off with it. Everybody say I, it's, it's wrong. Here he. It's here ye. Here ye. I think it's ye. It's Why definitely ye? 100% ye. Yeah, right? Yeah. Here he. Here he. <laughs> here he. Wrong. <laughs> we got big news of the day. A lot to talk about. Andrew, you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm excellent. Sure. I mean, hey, hold on. Let me. Why, let me show why you though? How good I am. Why? We like, got this that is, one or two. I was calling it. Before one or two. Get w's. up out of there. Hold on. Yeah, well, that's that's another conversation. But they may be worse than the Cowboys fans, bro. Like y'all won. Y'all, how many games y'all win this year? Y'all win the last game of the season. Now you want to wear a jersey? Should we be wearing a jersey? Should we be putting that up? Should we be folding that up for next season? Nah. No, we wearing jerseys. Wearing y'all left on a positive Once a note, giant, right? always a giant. With his jersey, <laughs> I hear that. That's what it literally says in the tag. Well, you know I played for the Giants. That's like the thing. Yeah. Like, I can literally walk back to the facility and let me in. They like treat everybody. They always say that. Once a Giants, always a Giant. I love that term. Yeah. Man, Giants, Giants. Hey, BC, you got anything you want to say on this before they take over? Nothing. (laughs) Let's go Giants. That's it. Let's go Giants. Giants. All right, guys. Let's start with the national champs. Uh, We got Jim Harbaugh. That's how you say it, right? Jim Harbaugh. And Michigan beat up Washington to win their first title in nearly 30 years. Uh, so let's get into the angles, starting with Harbaugh. Now that he won a championship, should we should he leave for the NFL? And if so, which team is the best fit, guys? I'm gonna let Brandon uh, start this off. I, you listen, y'all know I'm real. I, I'm always honest. 
I don't watch college football. <laughs> I literally watched probably one quarter last night and turned it off. So I'm going to give the floor to you and then I'll respond. Now, this 100% should be his last game. Once you win a natty like he did, and you know his heart yeah. in the NFL, he already been in the NFL, it's nothing else to do. Like, you're not going to catch Saban and be one of the greatest ever. You know, it's nothing to really stay in college for it. On top of that, like the NCAA coming down on his head about all these allegations, this, yep. that, like just get out, get like out. just go run <laughs> so it can just end because if you come back next year, you're gonna have to worry about, yo, even in the national championship, like the way y'all won, where y'all, like, you know, you always gonna have that kind of cloud over your head. So being that it will be some attractive NFL offers open, um, I think you should definitely 100% go to the NFL. And the most attractive, since you asked which should, where should he go, to me is, in a perfect world, Dallas lose first round. Mm-hmm. To, for, for, for Harbaugh, the perfect yeah, world for, for Harbaugh. Yeah, for Harbaugh. Dallas lose first round to Green Bay. And Jerry Jones sitting out there like, yo, McCarthy, I appreciate you. You do your thing, but I need to win a Super Bowl. Like, your stigma has been not winning in the playoffs. You always won in regular season when you was in – Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers won in the regular season. 11-win season, back-to-back. Yeah, you've done that. Like, we've seen this show before. So, he'll make that move and go with Jim Harbaugh. They already got the squad. Mm. He'll elevate Dak even more than McCarthy did. Why why is that more attractive to you for him than the Chargers? Because I trust the organization in Dallas more. Like, Jerry go do everything he can to keep the pieces, the staff, everybody together. Like, the Chargers, is like, you just walking in. It's like a turnkey. Like, right. they don't need anything. You don't need to fix the roster up. You don't have to worry about this guy, that guy, this guy getting old. None of that. Like, right. you don't have to worry about who your D coordinator going to be coming in. It's like, when you go to the Chargers, who your DC going to be? Who's your GM going to be? Is the GM going to let you do your thing? If I'm going to Dallas, I'm telling Jerry, if I come, I got to have a say-so. I know you run the show, but... When it comes to the offensive side of the ball, let me have my say-so. And with Jerry always talking about he don't know how many years he have left, he 100% do this. <laughs> Jerry, y'all know what I say. Love that man. That man 150. That man Jerry won the Super Bowl know. right now. Jerry say, I don't know Just how had many a I got left. Right. He said he'll write a blank check to anybody who can win him a Super Bowl. Just yeah. one more Super he, Bowl. He said that? Yeah. Listen, I, I, I think the Cowboys, I know we talking about hardball, and we still got the national – uh, title game to talk about as well. See, I don't even watch college football. I don't even know how to say it. Is it national title game? What is it? <laughs> well, how, how do you, you want to call it? Just say national. <laughs> national championship. I've been hearing Natty a lot. Oh, how y'all watch college football? But anyways, uh, I think the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones' best way, uh, best opportunity to win is through keeping his head coach no matter what. I think he did a hell of a job this year. Like, I was a guy that was beating him up because of what you said. Like, bro, Y'all underachieved in Appleton, Wisconsin with Aaron Rodgers. How y'all get one Super Bowl out of this man? This is probably the greatest throw of the football. One of the best guys we've ever seen at that position. One Super Bowl? Are you kidding me? So him transitioning to Dallas, he spent the whole year offseason in his barn in Appleton, Wisconsin, watching all the new school uh, uh, offensive minds in old school, looking at what he was doing, going back 10 years and dissecting that. And then he comes out with this vanilla offense the first year in Dallas, right? Now he takes over the reins. And, bro, like not only like the creativity and the efficiency of the offense, but also situational football. Like he's done a great job of navigating the Dallas Cowboys through these last this last year. And for that reason, I, I think he deserves not only the – 
get his job back, to keep his job if they, you know, if if they lose in the first round. But I think it's the best. I think it's the best. The best decision that Jerry would, would be will make at that position. Even, even if they lose, you say he will be the best fit. Yeah, bro. Even though that has been his. Because it's well, not let me even, say it like this: even... how it's it's how they lose. If they go out there and they lay an egg and they lose by twenty or something like that. With that now, squad, now, now we losing. can talk about it. But Listen. we're talking about most of these games is going to be determined by two or three points. So if it, if that's the case, if it's a really good ball game, if it's a really good ball game, it goes down to the wire. Dak Prescott has the ball in his hands with uh, uh, 30 seconds to go. 30 seconds to go. They get to the fringe area. They get to the red zone. They got to score. He you, don't score. You fire Coach yes. McCarthy? You're talking about a Super Bowl contender losing to Jordan Love at home. Bruh. This ain't. Yeah, oh, well, wait, this, well, this not I forgot about that. They are playing. Like, they are playing. Jordan Love Green is Bay. That's what I'm saying. They are and it ain't. Bay. It ain't always about McCarthy play calling either. It's about his decision making. Like, look at the last game that they played in the regular season against Detroit. When you just need to run the ball to just waste the clock, run the clock out, and he throwing the ball on second down, giving Detroit time to come. Like, that's what he does. Like, I don't want him running my show. Like, no, if you can get Jim Harbaugh, it's not a lot of head coaches that I would take above him right now, but Jim Harbaugh is that one. Right. It would be no other coach but Jim Harbaugh, and if it's him, I got to make the move. Yo, so let's can we talk about the game? You watched the game? Yeah, of course. I'm a college head. I I turned on the game, and I just – couldn't get into it. Which quarter did you watch? Second quarter. Okay. College, Second quarter. Is, college football is way liver than the NFL. Was way, that game yeah. live? Because that game wasn't live to me. You you, you hyped it, up it was, his quarterback, Michael Penix I Jr. Did. did I say it's his not name hype. right? It's, you hyped him up. You did. You did. It's not They're down by a score. A it's, 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 right. it's six to 13 or whatever the score was in the second quarter, right? He couldn't. He couldn't just get his offense rolling. Now, I don't know what happened at halftime. I don't know what happened in the third and the fourth because I didn't watch it. I told y'all this all year. I don't watch college football. Brandon Flowers is the guy. You want to get information, talk to Brandon. Deion Sanders, we talked about this. Deion Sanders, primetime, tricked us. He had me watching college football <laughs> yeah. this year. Yeah, he did. <laughs> like, I'm pulling a whip over, going over to the Jamaican spot. Like, yo, y'all got the game on? Those are the only games I watched this year. But I, I tried to watch yesterday, and I was disappointed in the quarter that I saw from this quarterback. He looked a little nervous. Just he in did. that quarter. He did. Listen, he let me down. This game was weird, though, right? Jim Harbaugh was going jumbo package in the first quarter, running the ball. They were playing like a weird <laughs> yeah. game. It's like, what am I watching right now? It was smart because they won the game, and they kind of, like, established their identity early as the most physical team on the uh, field at night, last night. But it was weird. I'd never seen Michael Penix look like that. It's almost like if you never watch – Patrick Mahomes before. Yeah. And you just so happened went over a friend's house and they had on the Super Bowl when they played Brady, when he was running for his life, when they played right. uh, Tampa in Tampa. Like, he didn't look like the same Patrick Mahomes where he was running for his life, throwing the ball everywhere, having air throws. I never seen Michael Penix Jr. inaccurate. He was inaccurate last night. Yeah. I never seen him get blitzed and rushed the way he did. He almost looked like he didn't want to get hit. Like, he was scared of the rush. I'd never yeah. seen that in my life before. Maybe you think he was thinking about his uh, the, the big bag. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about that. <laughs> I, I, my senior year, bro, those last couple games, all I kept thinking about, don't get hurt, don't get hurt. And you saw, like, now it's more prominent today where guys are opting out yeah. of their bowl games. Maybe that was in his head. Yeah. I do you think so. his draft stock? So. Do you think his draft stock was hurt last night? Yeah, it definitely was. Because Ooh, he was geez. up there with Caleb just neck and neck to me, right? Right. They kept saying he climbing up the charts, this and that. But the way he looked, I'll see if they just lost 
and he made good throws and they just got beat. But I'm telling you, guys was wide open. He was inaccurate. And I thought he was the most accurate quarterback in the draft this year. So I definitely think they go take another look at his game, study it inside out and right. say, yo, we really need to analyze it. Because he's been banged up, too, his whole career. So it definitely dropped, but everything happened for well, a reason. He would go to a contender and be fine. I didn't watch most of the the like second and third, mm-hmm. but um, I did catch most of the fourth. What was it he kept grabbing onto his waistline? Yeah, he kept grabbing like his ribs or something. Like that. Even oh, after the game, okay. he was just walking like, I don't know, like he had a cracked rib or something, and he was trying to tough it yeah. out. Oh, yeah, I like, got the picture. Look at BC in the boost. Like, that's yeah, why BC's was, a super producer. Where you get that from, <laughs> he bro? He was grimacing all game. And the thing I ain't like about Washington head coach, what he did was Johnson, their running back, right? He's, he got hurt last game. And they didn't think he was going to be able to play. And he was out there just limping on one leg. Like, he oh, gave wow. them no kind of Russian offense or Russian attack at all. And Washington, even though Michael Penix is the guy, yeah. they're a balanced offense, right? So they were, they had 32 rushing yards I at the half. Like, that's not them. They usually 200 and 200 at the half. Yeah. So I think it was just weird for Washington, weird for Michael Penix. I'm not chalking it up. I still think you're the best quarterback in the draft. But if you just went off my take and watched last night game, that's it. You like, yeah, you nah, lost credibility last night, bro. That's a lot of you lost credibility last night, bro. This ain't it. So a lot of people brought up the fact that Harbaugh was uh, suspended this year for the sign stealing controversy at Michigan. I wanted to ask you guys: Does that taint this title in any way? No, nah, no, not in my like. They had an identity. Oh yeah. Like, if they had those allegations at the beginning of the year, they had to stop it because they ain't, definitely didn't want to get caught while he was going through it. And this team, the way they looked last night, that's how they looked all season. And that goes to how Harbaugh built this team. Like, they built them mm-hmm. tough. Like, they could go through any kind of circumstance, anything that come, they like, yo, we don't see it. He made four different head coaches head coach, like um, Mike Hart, the running back, uh, the offensive coordinator. He got He gave everybody – a chance to have that head coach title right. under their name. It's just they like it down. the culture mm-hmm. he built there. Like, nah, you can't take that away. Yeah, I saw a stat, something like he didn't make six playoffs or championship games for like six years or something like that. Oh, yeah, like he that. was going to be a – man, two years ago, I wouldn't have been surprised. It wouldn't have been a big deal if, if you saw them part ways. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is why this is a big deal. I mean, this is one of those uh, – like, this is, like, you're talking about Michigan, bro. Like, growing up, B, I don't know if it was for you. I mean, we didn't, down in Florida, we didn't think about going to Michigan, but we knew Michigan was a powerhouse. Yeah. The Michigans, the Florida States, the Floridas, the USC's of the world, right? The Georgias. So, to see them back in this position is great for college football, but it's going to be interesting to see if they could become the next Georgia, mm-hmm. right? Like, what they did there, you know, they dominated for a couple of years, and then before Georgia was who? You had Alabama, Alabama. and you sprinkle in uh, uh, Clemson here and there. Yeah. You know they had a they had well LSU, Clemson. There's a yeah. few teams that will come in and have a year or two. But I, I'm saying all that because I feel like with Neil, okay, uh, name, image, likeness, that every year you could potentially get you can get a top dog like a different one. I don't think yeah. the, the, the Alabama's dominating year after year after year. I think those days are That's gone because of Neil. That's right. Like we saw Texas back in back in it. Washington every ten years it seemed like Washington have a great year. Um, for that reason, to answer your question, I think that Harbaugh should go. Harbaugh should go. Like, you know, I, I love what you said. B the allegations. 
You know, I think everybody's cheating in, in sports, especially in college football. There's so many things happening under the table. Look, you got the or you got the you got the you got this university back at the top, move on and go dominate in the NFL. I think he's probably more comfortable in the NFL. Like he's an NFL coach to me. But for some reason he went there and did a great job and turned this uh this college back he around. Determined. Wherever he, he go, he win. When he was at Stanford. He won. That's right. Like Stanford. when he got the forty to the forty niners, they was average, like eight and eight. He mm-hmm. played like what three Super Bowls or something. Might have won just one, but still, like that's what he does. He goes and elevate every team. So that's what I'm saying. If he go to the, if Jerry Jones got a shot to get him, how close of a team they have to being a contender? Like, nah, you got to go. Let me ask you this question before we move on, because I'm looking here at the uh, the landscape of the NFL. All right, we know. We had Black Monday yesterday. It wasn't a lot of firings. Didn't seem like it. What uh, was it? We got two. We had two people. Arthur fired? Blank and somebody else. Let me double check. It might have been only two. It was Rivera. the yeah. It was yeah, only Ron two. Rivera. I think it was only those two. So there, there, there'll probably be a few more names trickling in. Maybe not. Like this may be one of those it's modest. Not a lot of coaches that's available either in my eye. Who you feel like? Yo, we want to zero down on this guy. Um, I just I sent to Brian. Brian, can you resend me what I sent you over the weekend? Uh, some of the top coordinators, like from a defense defensive coordinator standpoint, you have uh, our guy who what was his name that used to be the head coach for the Miami Dolphins. Now he's the defensive uh, coordinator. Brian Flores, Brian Flores defensive yeah. coordinator. Uh, Glenn, uh, Aaron Glenn, Aaron Glenn mm-hmm. for the Detroit Lions. Like if you want to go defense, there's a, there's some really hot names and also some really hot minority names offensively. You know, I think that's where most owners and general manager managers want to go because of how the game is played now. But really quickly, before we move on, can you see a team that has their guy at head coach B? Can you see a team that says, yo, should we ditch this guy and go get hardball? The Buffalo Bills, could they do it? Ah. <laughs> Bro, their person. It depends. It depends <laughs> on how their season go. I honestly think. Buffalo going all the way. Oh my goodness! I'm a Josh Allen. Y'all oh always doing this. I'm a Josh Allen fan. Like they go run Pittsburgh out of there, and then they go to Baltimore. Next year he's gonna be saying he buying and then a house that's when we, in Buffalo. They, nah, the hottest Buffalo city. Move. I'm telling you, yeah, and I'm gonna move there. <laughs> you know, the hottest, hottest Yo, city. <laughs> but if Buffalo at least makes the AFC Championship, they not getting rid of their coach. They, they, they can't. Because Joe Brady does a great job with Josh Allen right now, now that he took over the reins. So you're not really worried about play calling. Um, their head coach is a defensive guy. Their defense has been stepping up. They had a lot of injuries on defense, and they starting to pick it up and play well. So I don't know. If you Buffalo and you lose at home against Pittsburgh, yeah, maybe. But, nah, if you go to the AFC Championship like I expect them to, nah, you got to keep them. Okay, let me throw another team out there. By the way, before you throw that out, I just want to say Brian just called the AFC Championship Buffalo versus Baltimore. Yeah. Nah, they can't because they Buffalo, were, wouldn't they have to play Baltimore second? Like I'm a slow blinker. That's in too much information for me. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. I'm thinking that they might know. have to play in the second round of the playoffs yeah. in the divisional round, if I'm not mistaken. I'm hoping they do so we can just get straight to it. Oh, I mean, oh, oh so we have Atlanta. Washington, you know, those are interesting destinations. How What's going to happen in New England? He's not, he's not signing anywhere. I don't even see him going for a bag. You don't see him going for a bag? 
Nah. Even if he, he get a get paid, contract, he got... he's not going to like, let's just say Carolina for that hundred mil. Like he's not doing it. All right. He did say Baltimore is one. Buffalo is the number two seed, so they can't play. Oh, until Buffalo the, is the two seed. Yeah, so they can't play until the AFC they title. Are? Okay. Yeah, let's get it then. Let's get it. You. But so hold you, on. That's gonna be Lamar you, you, versus Josh. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Bo- Baltimore. This is this is what baffles me when we talk about the Baltimore Ravens, bro. Where are you from? I'm from Florida. <laughs> no, what part of Florida though? Delray. How far is uh, Pompano from Delray? Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Lamar Damn. Jackson's from Pompano. You grew. That's his home team. He grew up watching you. You you when you was up there, you looking down watching Lamar Jackson. You know who Lamar Jackson is. We're about to have it within That's six years. Six years. Two MVPs. He's from your backyard. I know. I love him. He they go out there. They blow school. out the Miami hey. Dolphins. They blow out the San Francisco 49ers. Sometimes it'd be And then people. you're going to pick the <laughs> Buffalo Bills to beat them? I like, mean, do you want me to be biased? I don't just... want you to be biased, but is this is this like because you 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 really like Josh Allen? Nah, or is it I because or this is real football talk right now? What is this? This is just this. It's both. I love Josh Allen, and this is football talk. Like, I would love for Lamar to get a ring this year because I want him to shut up all the – everybody that criticized him saying – But you want to put out bad energy around him, Oh, though. I'm just putting Tell out you wanna, you love. energy where I'm not going to miss. <laughs> and I'm just stating the facts, and I'm going to tell you I told you so. I mean, however you want to look at it. Hey, B, what you know about Fireball, California? Fireball. Fireball, California. that's the thing. That's the name of it, yeah. Fireball. Small town in the middle of That's nowhere. That's where Josh Allen's from. Yeah, small town. <laughs> wow. And you don't think that guy go win his ring? <laughs> small, on, man. small town you ball, fireball, fireball. Yeah, right. <laughs> fireball. I'm placing my bet today. You're paying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Oh let's God. move forward with our favorite game. What's the word? We are going to fill in the blank with. With the best word to complete the sentence, let's start with Aaron Rodgers. Who said yesterday that the team needs to dump the bullshit to win the twenty twenty to win in twenty twenty four? Robert Sala said he doesn't expect major changes on the coaching staff. So what's the word? Rodgers should feel blank about the Jets next season. Listen, I want to say good. I actually want to say great. But I think that Aaron Rodgers should feel oh, – what's the word that I'm looking for? I know this is the game, but it's like nervous. He should feel nervous. Aaron Rodgers is about to turn 41 years of age. He's coming off of Achilles. As we know, like, you, look, you came into the situation knowing that you had these group of guys for this year. Some of these guys aren't going to be there. So, you, you know, it's not going to change dramatically, drastically, excuse me, but it's definitely going to change. Um, you got to look at their salary cap. They do have room to go out there to get a Devontae Adams. A lot of people talking now. You got uh, Garrett Wilson. He changed his number from 17 to 5, thinking that, and everybody's thinking that he's making room for Devontae Adams to come, and then he has his number waiting, waiting right there for him. So they, they do have some capital to play with to, to, to make the roster better. But if I'm Aaron Rodgers, you're not going to be overcome by the pressure, but you're feeling the pressure because you're, you're coming off this major injury. You're 41, and you need to deliver. You need to deliver. So I'm not feeling 
great like I did coming into this past season. So I'm going to say nervous. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets should feel nervous going into 24-25 season. My word I'm going to mm. go with is optimistic. Um, he doesn't I, – I see what you're saying when he feel nervous, and you can see the frustration on the sideline at times, you know, when he'd be like, what are we doing? But at the same time, I know it's killing him because the Jets was in so many games this year, and he was like, yo, if I was on the field, like – you got to make this read. got to make that read. Like, come on. His head, you know how it is when you're on the sideline. Like, yeah. you're analyzing the game from a whole different perspective. And I think he's confident in knowing that this staff is going to work with him. They go come to him and say, yo, who should we go with with a number 10 pick? Like, yeah. you want an O-lineman or you want a receiver? Right. Like, or a tight end. Like, you let us know what you want to go with. Because we go try to uh, basically build this team around you mm -hmm. because we want you to feel comfortable. We don't want you to feel like this is Green Bay or whatever move we're making. We're going to run it by you. And see well, we well they, he said that yesterday, uh, or yesterday or two days ago, that, you know, the the Jets, they want them in personnel um, decision-making, the, the decision-making process. So Aaron Rodgers would definitely be a part of that, and it's smart. It definitely should have been like yeah. that. 100%. Like in Kansas City, I was in year two, and I'm not a quarterback. And before we drafted Eric Berry, they asked me what should we do and where should we place him if we did draft right. him and this and that. It's no way that Aaron Rodgers shouldn't have been part of this. Right. So I, I think he feels optimistic. Um, he got his coordinator. has He got everybody in the building that he pretty much wants. The dead weight that he's talking about they need to get rid of. I don't know who he's talking about, but – if he want them out of there, I guarantee you they won't be there too much longer. Yeah, wait. And before we move on, I did do a little research here to see like how close were some of those games. Mm -hmm. They out of their seven wins, uh, sorry, their ten losses, four of them was within one score. Yeah. So you know there is a couple I could see them on the mm -hmm. sideline like man I would have, you know, put did something a little different on the game and. It was disappointing. Probably. It was disappointing. It would have been a great story for football. It would have been a great story for all of us. You know, Aaron Rodgers goes down on the first the second play of the opening game of the year. Um, and then he goes out there, has this, you know, uh, next level futuristic surgery. Yeah. Says he's going to come back mm -hmm. by the end of the year. So we I believe I I was confident that Aaron Rodgers was going to be in position. I had there was no doubt in my mind that Aaron Rodgers would be out there come December, January, end of December, January. If the team was still in it, if they were so still to in see it, Zach Wilson and those guys go out there and just not get it done was disappointing because it would have been a great story. Would have been a great imagine story. if they were eleven and six right now. Ah, uh, ah, yeah. one score games, one yeah. score games. Let's move on though. So let's stay in New York. Yesterday we talked about the Giants, uh, current and their current QB issues. Danny Dimes is rehabbing from a torn ACL. Tommy DeVito had his moment, had his moment, but it appears uh, Tyrod Taylor has taken the job from him. Uh, New York also owns the sixth overall pick in the draft. So, what's the word? The answer for the Giants' QB problem is there's a few answers here. Um, I, I I think the Giants are right where they need to be. Um, Dayball, you know, you had a couple coaches, Wink Martindale, defensive coordinator. He retired yesterday. Um, you know, they fired a few coaches so they need to stabilize what they're doing and build that continuity with the with the coaching staff and that trickles down to everything else but from a player's perspective even from a division standpoint I think if they get this decision right 
and they go out there and have a phenomenal uh, free agency and draft. And they don't even have to have a phenomenal free agency and draft. They just have to have a. They have to hit on guys that can come in and contribute. They need one like difference difference maker, and I believe at the at the wide receiver position, and they'll be right where they need to be. So for me, it's a couple, and that's Russell Wilson, right? The answer for the Giants quarterback problem is Russell Wilson. The answer for the (laughs) the Giants quarterback uh, problem is uh, 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 what's the guy's name in uh, Minnesota? Josh Dobbs? No. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. The answer. You only can give one, The answer for the Giants quarterback problem is Justin Fields. What about Justin Fields? But I'm saying. (laughs) I just want you to pick one. Basically, taking everybody else. A veteran quarterback. All right, my bad. (laughs) Like, you named seven, and it's only five of them that can possibly go. You're just taking everybody. Like, whoever's free. Anybody but Daniel Jones. Basically, Basically, what I was trying to say is, like, go get a veteran quarterback, right? Don't go in the draft. So then Justin Fields. Well, Probably I mean, Russell I would Wilson, consider, he's considered, he would be considered vet, like a vet now. Okay. What's your answer? Be hopefully I didn't take it. Yeah, you definitely 100% <laughs> took mine. I'm sorry. It's going to be repetitive, but I go Kirk Cousins. Um, okay. Sorry, guys. He named seven. But I like Tyrod Taylor, but for some reason he's always slept on. And once you get that stigma in the NFL, they love to keep it on you. I think he'll be – I think he'd be great for the Giants. The way the team rally around him, he's mobile. Like, he just make it happen. You know what I'm saying? But they'll keep him as a valuable backup. And if Kirk Cousins can come in, the way he led his team in Minnesota, even with his in Washington, like, he played solid. Like, you're going to get solid play out of Kirk Cousins at the end of the day. And I think that's what New York is looking for. They don't want a guy that they're wondering. Like, with Danny Dimes, you wonder, like, what kind of game he going to have this game. Right. They tired of wondering. So they go try to get a guy where I feel like they should get a guy that's consistent like Kirk Cousins. Mm. Okay. Man, there's some teams that got to make some big decisions. Denver Broncos with their quarterback, uh, Russell Wilson, and they're going to have to eat, what, $85 million or something like that. Russell Wilson's going to walk away with $142 million earned um, in two years, I pretty love much. It. I love um, it. And then also, like what you said, is Danny Dimes. Like, what's going to happen with Danny Dimes? They, he literally just re-upped. Yeah. Literally. And now you got to eat that. Is that a pause, B.C.? Yeah, that's a pause. Is that a pause? Hey, you yo. gotta eat that. Like, pause. no, seriously though. <laughs> he says on the, it's on the gray line. It's, yeah, it's that's right on the line. It's <laughs> <laughs> so right on the pause line. <laughs> well, guys, we'll get back to what's the word. We actually have a guest here, ready to go. It's time for yo rookie. rookie. This is Pepsi Zero Sugar NFL Rookie of the Week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's time for Yo Rookie, led by the culture. This is one of my favorite segments because you get to know the next superstars. Who are we going to be talking about? We just finished up talking about Kirk Cousins. We just finished up talking about Danny Dimes. Is there a quarterback out there in this rookie in this rookie class that could potentially be one of the faces? Is there a running back out there? Is there a wide receiver? So Yo Rookie gives us an opportunity every single week to sit down with some of the best of the best. But they're still rookies, so they got to sit with us and answer the question. Yo Rookie presented by Pepsi Zero Sugar. This is NFL Rookie of the Week. And now 
we have a dog. But before we introduce who we have, I want to say congratulations to Ravens wide receiver who we sat down with on this show in this segment, Zay Flowers, who was the rookie of the week in week 17. Let's go. He had three catches, 100 yards. He's also a South Florida guy. He's also for the Baltimore Ravens, but we're not going to talk about that, Beef Beef Flow, because Beef Flow has the Buffalo Bills to, to, to win it all. So here we go right here. So let's take a look at the nominees for Week 18, our final rookie of the week this season. You got Texas. In, down in Texas, the Texans quarterback, C.J. Stroud, he makes the list again. He's a regular. He walks in, and everybody knows what he wants to drink. Everybody knows what he wants to eat. He's just a regular. If it wasn't for him going down with that concussion, I would say he may be the second person all time to win rookie of the year and MVP, maybe even the first. Let's fact check that. Raiders quarterback Aiden O'Connell. Listen, since he's taken over, I feel like he's probably missed this board maybe one time. Is this the guy? Like, that's the question we got to ask. He played well again to finish out the – the, 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 the season, week 18 win, 244 yards and two touchdowns. Falcons, can he, we got to give him some type of award. He's been on the list every single week. Has he not? Bijan Robinson, seven catches, uh, 130 yards from scrimmage and a touchdown. Titans back, uh, Tajay Spears had three catches, 66 yards from scrimmage and two touchdowns. Huge, huge game. Packers wide receiver, Mr. Wicks, had six catches. 61 yards and two touchdowns. And Bengals safety. Jordan Battle had three tackles and a sack and a pick. And the Bengals win. That's a big L. I can't curse in this segment. That's a big game. <laughs> That's a big game. Now joining us, the man himself, Bengals safety, Jordan Battle. Thanks for being with us, brother. How are you doing? And where are you at? Because the se- y'all didn't make the playoffs. Are you still in Cincy? Are you packed up? Are you home? Where are you at? What's going on? Right now, I'm still in Cincy. Um, I'm actually in my little my little game room in the apartment. So, so I'm still here right now. I'm probably gonna take off soon, though. Hey, watch this. Hey, B, he's still a rookie. <laughs> yeah, B, tell him. I'd have been in Hawaii <laughs> already right now. <laughs> right. I was soon like, as you took what? the cleats off. <laughs> you at your crib? Yeah. Right. right. Season's <laughs> over. We're not in the playoffs. I'm a haul at y'all. <laughs> How you feeling, bro? Big game, man. Um, tell us about this year, man. Yeah, uh, it's been up and down, uh, roller coaster all year. Um, you know, with Joe going down, we had, you know, JB, uh, Jake Brown has stepped in. He did, did very well for us. Um, but obviously, you know, we didn't, we didn't do enough as a team to, you know, make it to the playoffs. Uh, but we did finish on a, on a positive note, you know, going nine and eight and having a positive record at the end of the season. But, um, as a rookie, the, the process has been fun. Um, you know, from the first day, first day in, I had a, gr- a great group of guys in my room, like the DB room, uh, some vets like, I don't know if y'all know the names, Mike Thomas. Y'all probably do for so famous. You know, uh, Mike Hilton. Um, I had Chido Bay, Awuzier in my room, uh, all great guys, you know, from day one, you know, took me in and was able to show me show me the way and show me how, how they wanted things to be. And uh, it's been fun ever since. Mm. Yeah, y'all definitely ball. Uh just in the midst of all the adversities that y'all had this season, right? Like, y'all did y'all thing. You, as a rookie, you definitely held it down. PFF got you as the top run defender this year as a rookie. Who did you, like, pattern your game or model your game or you love to watch growing up? Yeah, I used to always watch uh, Ed Reed and Sean Taylor. I remember in high school, uh, my, my teacher used to always get on me 
because I'll be on YouTube, you know, <laughs> and not paying attention. It was always my Spanish teacher. She always walk around the room and then I try to, you know, flip my flip my laptop to back to the what we was the textbook or whatever we were studying. Um, and she and she always knew. And then I had I remember one day I had told her who Ed Reed was, and then ever since then she was that was her favorite player as well. So uh, that was that was something fun that I had experienced. But yeah, growing up I watched a lot of Ed Reed because I tried to be a monitor my game off him and be a ball hog and a team player like him. Okay, you, you feel you you feel good about how your rookie uh, campaign went? What? It, it, let, 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 let me scratch that question. That was a that was an okay question. Let me give you a great question. <laughs> Yo, when when I came in the league, right when you, you we say we're league bound, right? And when you go through that yeah. process, high school, college, and then you finally get their draft day is here, and you're like, holy crap! Like I almost cursed again, but holy crap! Like I'm in the league. When I got to the Denver Broncos. I was like, this is easier than college football. How was your experience? You know what I'm saying? Did you come in like, man, this is easier than I thought? Or was it very challenging? Um, at first I thought I thought it was gonna be, you know, challenging or, you know, hard. Like you gotta you gotta be be a different person or you gotta you gotta go into this different guy. But then you you learn as you as you go on, as the season goes on, that you can just be you. You know, you don't got to change yourself. You don't got to change yourself. It's just football. Uh, you know, coming from Alabama, the the playbook was a little tough. You know, oh, see, and uh, it, was, it was tough. <laughs> it was tough. It was tough in the uh, in the Bengals facility, the Bengals defense as well. But um, it was just broken down a little bit better than you know uh, it was in college. But um, in, in college, I feel like Alabama helped me prepare a lot because the the the, food, the amount of food that was on my plate. You know, as a freshman coming in, I had to play early. And um, you know, from there, from there, just trying to go into a leader, you know, early as a freshman, I feel like that helped me this year as a rookie, you know, to just not be afraid to, you know, open up or not be afraid to, you know, tell guys when I see something going wrong in the in the building or in the DB room what we need to fix. So I feel like uh, that that jump from Alabama helped me uh, a lot. B, let me ask one more question really quickly. This is I like to get messy, really quickly. You played uh, against Tennessee early on in the season. Uh, the yeah, I played a. See, I wasn't even I wasn't even playing that much uh, at, at that time of the season. Okay. Um, All right. Well, then you got them, and then you also have uh, you got the Colts. No, uh, was it? Let me ask you this question: Was it easier to prepare and play against Georgia, or was it easier to play against? The Tennessee Titans. Oh, that's what you was going yeah, with. Yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah, basically, because when you go to Alabama, the first thing I think about is like sometimes you go to the next level and you're like, "Yo, I played in some harder games in college." Nah, you know what I'm saying? I thought you were going to say got a player. You talking about? All right, I went <laughs> versus Tennessee. Was there? Any, let's put it this way: Was there any teams this out there this year where you was like, "Oh, dude, shoot, Georgia was harder." <laughs> uh. I, I I don't know. I gotta I gotta see. I gotta go look. But uh, you know, Georgia Georgia wasn't really wasn't really complex on offense. It was really pound pound the ball. You know, play action, uh, take a shot every now and then. Uh, so they wasn't really. I wasn't. I wouldn't say hard to prepare for. It, but it just had a lot of packages where where it was. You know, they're physical. They're trying to out physical the other team. So um, I mean, in the NFL, it's, it's it's a lot more complex than than Georgia offense would be. Mm. Being that you played at Alabama, played in the Saban era, y'all played for a natty almost every year, every, every two year. years. Who would you say is the GOAT 
Alabama player under the Nick Saban era? Because y'all had nothing but ballers. If you can pick one. One? That's tough. One. Can, I, can I go one offense, one defense? Go ahead. <laughs> it's your show. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, I'm going to go. Uh, for offense, I say uh, I got to go Devontae Smith. Ooh, just, just, being, just being there with him, seeing seeing his, his work ethic, you know, his, his route running. I feel like he just was able to do do everything. He was a complete receiver, you know, in college football. And then, you know, just coming out in the national championship game, having 200, I think 220, 230 something yards and I think like two touchdowns, three touchdowns in the first half. And uh, just, just being able to watch that, you know, you know, eye to eye and see it, see it in reality every day was, was cool. And then uh, defense, I'll probably, even though I ain't played with him, I'll probably have to say uh, Minka. Just okay. the way he was, just, yeah, Minka, the way he was moved around in the defense, the play, play safety, corner, you Dog. know, nickel. Yeah, he was very versatile, able to play everyone in the defense. And uh, he was, when he got the ball in his hands, he could make plays with it. Jordan, I'm curious, um, and I may know the answer. This might be, we call this a, a rhetorical question. Um, where are you from? <laughs> South Florida, Fort Lauderdale. That's South Florida, Fort Lauderdale. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. What high school did you go to? You know it, STA, St. Thomas. St. Thomas Aquinas, right around the corner. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I thought, yeah, I thought, yeah now, now I remember. Now I remember. Let me ask you a question from a kid from <laughs> South Florida. All right. Mm-hmm. You're out of it now, okay? You're no longer in the playoffs. You should be in yeah. Hawaii somewhere like B-Flow said, but you, you choose to still be in Cincy. It's okay. <laughs> a lot of playoff, a lot of playoff football about to happen this week. Yeah. Let's say uh, the Buffalo Bills, led by the, by Josh Allen, is playing against. I love how you tell. Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens, led by Lamar Jackson from Pompano, Florida. Who are you rooting for? Let's just say. I'm going Baltimore Ravens. You know, all right. So let me let me rephrase the question because he tried to tee this up and make it like that's why he said rhetorical. You see the way he teed it up. <laughs> Like, I'm from South Florida, too. But my thing, who do you honestly think go win that game, though, when they play? Not who you going for. Who you think go win that game? I think, I think, it's, I think it's Baltimore year. I think it's Baltimore year. Yeah, I think, I think they can't. I think, I think they regroup. They just grabbed uh, another South Florida guy, Dalvin Cook. So, mm. I, feel like, I feel like they're they building the chemistry down there. I feel like this day year. I know, I know usually when they make it, it's, it's not too good. I know they usually go out early, but uh, I feel like this day here, I feel like they're going to take it. I think they're going to beat Bills. Hold on. Uh, hey, some, something else just came to me, <laughs> but I ain't going to go there yet. Um, you played against – you guys played against the Bills. Uh, y'all won 24-18, so you went head-to-head with Josh Allen. And obviously, in a division, y'all played against the Baltimore Ravens twice. Like, all jokes aside, um, can you tell us what makes Josh Allen Josh Allen and what makes Lamar Jackson Lamar Jackson? Um, well, they they both similar in the way they could extend plays, you know, in, in the passing game. But um, I feel like just just when you when you face Josh Allen, you got to be more prepared for the for the deep ball. You know, he's gonna take shots. You know, he coming out looking looking for his his, his deep threats, looking for Stephon Diggs, uh, looking for for Hardy, looking for ten over there. You know, he got guys over there who can run deep. Uh, Gabe Davis, and um, you know, he know he's gonna use that that ability to throw. He got a the probably the strongest arm in the NFL. So, you know, you got to protect the D-ball at all times. <laughs> Lamar, um, it's, it's, I think you heard it in the, uh, I think Mike McDaniel said it in the hard knocks. 
he said this. I think he said this guy is different. Uh, he he is different. When he when he scrambled out the pocket, he turned into a running back. Uh, he shifted as a as a receiver, and then I feel like this year he grew a lot in uh, throwing the ball, and he's smarter with the ball, uh, having having less turnovers. Jordan, uh, let's fast forward to 20 years down the road. You're now old and gray like myself and Brandon Flowers. You had a phenomenal uh, uh, career as uh, a Cincinnati Bengal, potential Hall of Famer. We're discussing you going into the Hall of Fame, but you're not there yet. You're now a general manager, okay? You have Josh Allen on the board. You have Lamar Jackson on the board. Who do you take, Mr. GM? Mm. He said, mm. <laughs> I'm going, I'm, I'm going to go with Lamar because I'm going with the guy who I feel like, you know, the guy's going to come around, the guy's going to easily evolve around. Um, and I feel like Lamar, Lamar can do that. Uh, he can, he can get the ball in, in different guys' hands. Uh, he's, he's used every single receiver over every single weapon he's had over there without, without Mark Andrews being in the game. Uh, and, and Isaiah likely has been stepping up and, and playing very well as well. So, uh, I'm going to go with Lamar. Mm. It's going to be interesting for sure. That was a good <laughs> debate. Look, we got to let you go soon, bro. But you know what? You know what just hit me? Bro, you used to train here. House of Ad. You came through, but you didn't come through. Like, what's good, bro? <laughs> like, what happened? I, like, we, yeah. we did. Uh, we laid out the red carpet for you when you was at Alabama back in school. Now, now my recall's coming back, B. Right around the corner. What happened, bro? I don't even, I, see, I don't even know what happened. Oh, he not, nah, he don't know. <laughs> nah, he don't know. <laughs> That's when you're supposed yeah. to like your connection was messing up, bro. <laughs> different time, different place. Oh, now, now his audio. We can't hear you. His audio. <laughs> now all of us, go ahead. Can we hear you now? Yeah, good. I can There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah what yeah. happened? I thought I thought you was going to be training at House of Athlete, bro. What happened? I thought I was, too. I don't, I don't know what happened, though. I think I think I, I got to retract, man. I got to go back and look at it. Good answer, I don't know bro. what Okay, so you're going to be here this offseason? Where are you going to be this offseason? I'm going to be down in Florida for a lot of them. So you're going to come through? Yeah, I'll come through. All right, bet. Yeah. We, can, we go, we do some one-on-ones, too. I still got, I still probably got about 55 routes left in me. i give you some good work. Yeah, say less. Come on. Before, right, before we let you out here, I want to know, who's the best officer player you went up against this year? Like, when you face him, like, yo, he got me on my toes right now. Um... For sure, for sure, I have to say, uh, I'll say Lamar. Okay. Uh, I just feel like you know coming out of coming out of the field, open field, to to make a tackle, uh, just knowing you know who who got the ball in his hands, uh, and you know you're a rookie, and you're not trying to make no mistakes, trying to make every tackle, make every play. Uh, but yeah, that was I'll say I'll say Lamar. But if you want somebody like outside of a, a quarterback. Uh, I'll go uh, probably to Na- uh, Najee Harris or mm. or Jay mm. Warren. Just the the duo over there at the Steelers, uh, they were tough as well. And um, obviously, when Pickens on his game, he a tough player as well. So I'll say them. No, so be, look, this is the last thing I'll say. You gotta let you go. So this is your rookie, Pepsi Zero Sugar NFL Rookie of the Week, right? And the reason why we uh, branded this your rookie because there's this interesting relationship that we have, right? the veterans that are still active in the locker room, year eight, year nine, year 10, even me and B-Flow, B played 10 years, I played 13 years, right? So there's, you know, we feel like a a responsibility to to give back, right? Or to leave the game better. And so who in the locker room 
have you leaned on going into this offseason? Yo, how do I go into my first offseason as a rookie? What do I need to do to come back better than what I was in year one? Is there somebody out there? And then two, what are you going to do this offseason to make sure that you are right where you need to be in year two? Yeah, um, my I talk about Mike Thomas a lot. Uh, Mike Thomas has been that has been that guy for me. You know, being in the league for uh, twelve, I think, I think this is uh, this is twelve year. Um, I, I lean on him a lot. You know, for questions, uh, for anything. Um, Y'all, he actually just got uh, he got me like this box for a uh, jury because he said he don't like he don't like seeing our jury hanging around. So he got us a box for jury so we could put our our jury in the box uh, right before we leave. Um, but yeah, I've been asking a lot of questions, uh, the way, the way I could come back and, you know, be, be better or keep my body in shape. And, um, the, the main thing is just, you know, nutrition, staying on everything, uh, eating the right things, you know, stand consistently when you're working, when you're working your workout plan, uh, have a plan. And then if you're going to travel, you know, you know, go do your thing and then come back and, and, you know, get back into it. But, uh, yeah, the biggest thing like from, from players to coaches is just, you know, coming back and, you know, being, being, being in shape. And having that weight at the right weight that they want you at. Be before we go, like, what advice would you give uh, to JB um, going into, you know, his first off season? And it could be anything personal, professional, how to move when we out in the nightclubs, anything. Yeah, I mean, just be a pro at all times, bro. Like you know that how you said, stand on top of your nutrition, um, have fun on the off season, but get back to work. You go out. You read the stories where people are getting them DUIs and everything. Don't do nothing that's going to bring no negative light on your program. Get a driver. Go out. Like, just be responsible, bro. Like, enjoy your offseason. Enjoy your career. Have fun but all at all times. Just be a pro. Yeah, and, and I, I want to add to that, bro. It's like, all right, personal. You know, you're young. You're going to go out. It's how you move. Move like a boss. I, so I always tell younger cats, this, see, you would have got this information if you came and trained, but you didn't. But it's okay. We'll discuss that this offseason. Move like a boss. Everything be said. You should have a driver. Get the same driver that know you and your homeboys, right? When you go mm-hmm. into a nightclub, you can tip the, the bouncers extra just to stand in First front of you, you guys, do. right? But you should take your own security, right? Because you know you're going to go out. So how do we go out? Know where the exits are. Make sure you have two or three dudes there. Bro, it's 300 bucks, bro. Pay your, your security. Look, this is how we move in. We need to all get home safely. We don't want no drama, no problems, okay? So know yeah. how to move like a boss. And then professionally, what I would say is right now, you should already be in Europe. You should already be in Asia somewhere. Go travel the world, but do that right after the season. Go take about two weeks. Go travel. You know what I mean? Don't just go to Jamaica. Don't just <laughs> yeah, go to yeah, Mexico. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, bro, yeah. go see the world, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go to Rome. You <laughs> feel me? The world? Go to Paris. Have you been to Paris yet? Nah, not nope. yet. Nope, you're a South Florida boy. Nope, <laughs> go to Paris. Go do that for like two weeks. And then right after the Super Bowl. Now, you can take this and mold it how you want to. But what I used to do is, when I didn't make the playoffs, <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> right after the Super Bowl. That Monday after the Super Bowl is when I started my offseason. This is 9 to 5, bro. This is Monday through Friday. Ain't we not, like, trust me, if you want to be a Hall of Famer, you name, who did he name? He said he looked up to. Ed Reed, Reed and who? Uh, Sean T. Sean Taylor. Sean T. We're talking about Hall of Famers. We're talking about the best of the best, bro. Like, if you want to be, you want your name to be mentioned with them, Monday through Friday, no, nah, y'all miss me on going out, doing this and that. You know, being in South Florida, we got access to everything. 
right? But mm-hmm. you're gonna pay the piper Monday night. You go, you can be wherever you want, but then Tuesday it's gonna hurt your your workout if you're not fully there, right? So approach it like nine to five in the off season. Have your your time on the weekends, but make sure you're fresh come Monday, bro, and do that every single year. Um, and you'll be right where you need to be because you got a huge opportunity to be one of the best to ever do it. And we appreciate you for joining us today, dog. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all for having me. All right, yes, man. Sir. We'll see you soon, bro. Peace. All right, peace. All right, thank you. And there yep. you have it, man. That's Jordan Battle. What a phenomenal uh, young man. And he has his head on straight. Everybody doesn't have his head on straight. He's from South Florida. He knows if Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills go head to head with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. He knows who he to know go for. <laughs> I mean, he's still young and biased, bro. When I was that age, I'm going with my homeboys too. Like, <laughs> not necessarily who gonna really win. But it's cool. Gotta ride I get home it. Team, man. Way to stay real, bro. <laughs> when I was week 18, this is our last uh, segment with uh, with Pepsi Zero Sugar uh, NFL Rookie of the Week. So remember to go vote for Jordan Battle and all the other young men out there in your on your particular team, you can go to NFL.com slash voting slash rookies. This has been Yo Rookie. Now, remember. All right, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Right, guys. I love the energy, bro. I didn't have a lot of energy. Through the roof, That's last segment. <laughs> it was through the roof. <laughs> you okay? You Let me take cheers some coffee. This is Brandon Marshall, Brandon uh, Flowers, Andrew, who I said cheers. We got BC in the booth. We got Nikki Blade sitting on the sidelines. She's ready to get in. We, you know what? We should probably throw Nikki in. Just throw her in right now. You want to just throw her in? Let's just throw her in. Nikki Blade! Series X! Nikki Blade. <laughs> Don't worry, you could just this sit is, and watch. This is not so, this is supposed to, hold on. Let's do this. Hold on. Where you need me. Sorry, guys. Here. Yeah. You want here, put this down. Let's make you look oh. taller than what you are. I'm tall I'm tall when I stand up. I'm short when I sit down. There we go. So Nikki's supposed to be shadowing us for a day and then jumping on tomorrow to test with us. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, we have some things that we're building and working on. Yes. We're launching this show. It's the longest launch in the history of <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> Seven months. But we're I promise you, we're gonna get this show where it needs to be. And it starts with there's four P's. I added this P. For ten years I've been saying three P's. People, process, then product. Right now, everybody's been seeing a product, right? But I'm going to add a, uh, a P. So you got to get the paper right, and then you got to get your people, and then the process, and then the product. The product is paper route. So we're getting our people right. So we're going to throw her in a hot seat. She is testing. This is an audition, Nikki. <laughs> My audition was supposed to be tomorrow. It's, I know. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> you lucky I got dressed today. I had a feeling. I'm like, you know what? I better be camera ready just in case. <laughs> Like how you think? How are Glad you doing? Where, where where are you from? How how do we how do we find you? Uh, originally from Hawaii, that's where um, I was born. Okay, and I stay in the Bay Area. You stay in the Bay. How's the Bay? What's going on in the Bay? Cold. Yeah, it's cold right now. It's trash. Do you watch <laughs> sports out there? Do you so are you do you follow like the Golden State Warriors and the Santa Clara? 49ers. <laughs> I love how you call them the Santa Clara 49ers because they're not in San Francisco and us in the Bay are mad about that. But yeah, I'm a Warriors fan and I'm a Niners fan. Right. Uh, is this the year the 49ers be? I'm just peppering her with questions right now. I see that. Uh, is this the year the 49ers get it done? 
I don't want to say it. I would, it? I would I would like them to, but realistically, I mean, they still got to show up in place. So yeah. ideally, I do think that we will be in the Super Bowl. I'm going to say it now. But are we going to win? I have to say it. <laughs> yes, we're going to take it. That's it's it. A great opportunity. We'll see. I mean, what Baltimore did to the 49ers um, a couple of weeks ago was interesting. Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens. But in the NFC, B... Who do you have? Because you keep talking about Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. We understand the AFC, but what about the NFC? The NFC is weird. It's easy to go with the 49ers, but, like, it don't never happen that way. Like, Purdy will come out and have, like, three turnovers. And I told you, like, my dark horse is the Detroit Lions. Everybody think I'm crazy, but they are going to be in the NFC Championship, and I don't know how they're going to – play in that game. I don't know if that game will be too big for them, but they're going to be in the NFC Championship okay. for sure. Okay. So, right, we'll I don't see. know. The NFC, weird. Like, all those teams <laughs> over there, weird. I yeah, can't, right, I right, can't right. get a gauge on them. I know. We, we we will see. But we have Nikki Blades here. We're excited to have her here in South Florida for two days. That's a dope name. Nikki Thank Blades. You. Nikki Blades. I, I, yeah. When I first met her, I was like, is that real or is that it's like... It's real. It is real? It's real. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Mom and Dad. <laughs> yeah, it's real. Name. So, it's... um. Nikki, yeah, Nikki Blades. My middle name is complicated, but the Blades is real. Give us the middle name. Kalainani. Kalainani. Yeah. Oh, that you can hear the Hawaiian. Yeah. <laughs> the Did Hawaiian I say that right? That. The Hawaiian. Yeah. He's like, All right. So you? look, we threw you. We're throwing you in the fire right now. Okay. All right. We love to play games here, Nikki. Mm -hmm. All right. We're not going to throw you in the fire too too deep. Yeah. Don't. Just guide us through this game. Can you okay. read? Can you read this? And then can you ask the question? Sure. Can you read? That was rude. What? It's not rude. I'm just I'm kidding. Not yes. I'm yes, not kidding. I can read. I know. Right, I had a job before this. I was in radio. I know how to read. Okay. Right. So I do right. love games. So let's play this one. What's your number? Let's start with the battle in Dallas between McCarthy's Cowboys and McCarthy's former team, the Packers. So what's the number? TD passes for Dak, turnovers for Jordan Love. Mm. You want to start? B-Flow? I'll go three TDs for Dak, two turnovers for Jordan Love. Um, Dak, he, he played well at home. They're going to make sure he get his touchdowns. They don't care if they're on a four-yard line. He's going to get his passing touchdowns. He's going to be back into a playoff form. Like, Dallas going to look good. And Jordan Love, he's going to turn the ball over early, and then they're going to try to protect him. That's why the game I don't think will be too close because once he get those two turnovers early – they go try to stick to running the ball and dunking the ball underneath. So that's my numbers. Listen, I see I see both teams being tight. I'm taking an under and everything you here. You see Dallas being tight? I see everybody being tight. Think about the pressure that's on. You just see it. Coach McCarthy gets his team to the playoffs, and he gets fired if he doesn't win. But he's playing Green Bay. Doesn't like, matter. I don't think he's going to want to be tight. Extra tight. Now I'm playing against Green Bay. I was there for 15 years or whatever it is. Dak Prescott, he feels the pressure. All these guys feel the pressure. Jerry Jones feel the pressure. He's 150. Jordan Love and those coaches over there, you, we're not supposed to be here. Let's not mess it up. If they're smart, they go out there and just say, let's just let it loose and let's just go. But I'm going to take the under here like in points and everything. I think that Dak Prescott has two touchdowns and Jordan Love turnovers. I'm going to say zero. What? I'm going to say oh. zero. I'm going to say zero. The Cowboys defense at home against the NFC. All right, give me Jordan one. You're Law. right. You're right. You're right. Give me one. Give me one. <laughs> on, Two bro. and one. Two and one. All right. You're right. Thank you for getting me right yeah, there. Yeah. Like, 
Nah, but the Dallas Cowboys, they like they low key bullies. Like people that they supposed to beat, they beat. Right. And they show you why they should beat them. So that's why I got them getting two turnovers and Dak going three touchdowns. All so. right. I'm two and one. All right. What's your number? I like this. Is this our first time playing what's your number? Nah, I, I think it's it. our first time playing what's your number. Nikki. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're off to a good start. Here we well, go. let's keep it moving. We have another one. Gaff Stafford Bowl. The Rams are in Detroit to face the Lions during the wild card weekend. Gaff and Stafford traded for each other. A few years back. So, what's the number? Points for the Rams offense, TD passes for Jared Goff. Hmm. Who's starting this one? B starting all of them. Okay, Ooh. B. He's, he's. I'm going to say 24 points for the Rams. And I'm going to go. Dang. Oh, you got to think I gotta, about this. Yeah, I got to go two touchdowns for Goff. I wanted to go one, but you're not going to beat the Rams with one touchdown. I hate that the Rams and the Lions are playing. Those are two hottest teams. Well, 49 is hot, but <laughs> these are the two underdogs, in my, in my opinion, in the NFC. So I hate that the Lions, who I predicted <clears throat> to go to the NFC Championship, playing like the hottest team, one of the hottest teams in the NFC. But, yeah, I got to go two touchdowns for Goff. 24 right. points for the Rams. 23 okay. points for the Rams. Okay, so I just went to the Rams' homepage on the sports page here. Uh, they're averaging 239 yards uh, passing per game. And even points, what we're, what we're talking about, they're averaging 23 points a game, almost 24, 23.8. That's eighth in the NFL. Um, I'm, I'm going to take the over when it comes to the Rams on everything because I feel like the Rams is playing with house money, right? They went out there, they bet it all. They played money ball. They won a Super Bowl. They went to a Super Bowl loss. They went to a Super Bowl and they won, right? And now everybody going into this year is like the Rams are going to be trash. The Rams are going to be trash. They didn't back up and they didn't back themselves into the playoffs. They ran in the playoffs, yeah. right? This is a this is probably, bro. This is in the NFC. Is there a scarier team? Like when you when we think about like this is the team you don't want to play. They got that Eli Giants vibe to them right now. You think like, so? Yeah, when Eli them oh, snuck that, in the playoffs yes. and they just was like making plays to win games. Like that's their vibe right now. I, I'm saying, I, I mean, Aaron Donald here on fire. Matthew Stafford back in Detroit. In Detroit, yeah, thirty points. In the, thirty points, I'm taking thirty points uh, uh, for the Rams. And then the, the second part to this question was TD passes for Jared Goff. Yep. I think Jared Goff is going to play a nice game. I think Jared Goff is going to have. I'm saying three here. You took Dak. You the first one you had Dak with three mm -hmm. TD passes. Jared Goff had three. Jared Goff have three. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Even the, Willa Porter, like, banged up, like, the tight end. You be having dropping these nuggets, <laughs> making me change. Like, he did that the last time. Can I go two now? Let me go two now. You're not sure. I'm going to say now. I'm going to say three. I'm going to say three. I'm going to stick with three here. Final answer? Final answer. All right. And finally, in the NFC, we have Baker's Bucks hosting the Fading Eagles. Philly is trying to avoid losing six of their last seven games. So, what's the number? Total TDs for a Jalen Hurts, total turnovers for Baker. Mm. Jalen is going to go take two the, touchdowns. Take the under. Two touchdowns for, uh, yeah, two touchdowns for Jalen. And I'm giving Baker one turnover. Baker will come to play. Like, I see Baker going into Baker mode and he making these throws and Mike Evans, like, cooking the DBs right. for Philly. Like, I see that happening. Um, yeah, that's I, my numbers. Listen, B, I told you yesterday, um, Nikki, you weren't here. You were on the plane yep. flying from what, 
Santa Clara, no, airport, San Francisco. Let's just airport. say Bay Area. We'll uh, make the it Bay easy Area. For you. <laughs> so, so you you weren't able to uh, hear this, but I said, take Tampa Bay. Tampa's going to win. Okay, Jared Goff. I mean, Jared uh, Jalen Hurts. Isn't his finger like this? Isn't it broken? It's broken. It's his thrown hand too, I believe. It's his thrown hand. So I'm gonna take the under here. You said two. I said two. <laughs> You know what? Two is not bad because I can see him using his feet more. Yeah. I can see him hustling more. Right? And they like, run the ball, too. They run the ball well. So Yeah, so I'll go two total touchdowns for Jalen Hurts. That's not a bad number there. And uh, total turnovers for Baker. Mm. Zero. Oh. Whoa. Ba- Zero. Baker will play flawless. Zero. Wow. Zero. Okay. Are we tracking this? Or <laughs> who's writing this down so we can reflect on this come next week? Is there anybody in the paper route organization writing this down? And we're going to go with B first so, answers. Not the one he changed right, not to after because he's already... I bought things up. Like, nah. Like, he's we're over there first answers. scrolling, doing research, yeah. changing yeah. his answers Since every we time. taking notes. <laughs> it's B's commentary. He's like, oh, the part of, he's down. Damn, I didn't think about that. What was the other one we were talking about? Dak Prescott and uh, Jordan Love. And Jordan Love. Oh, Jordan Love. They're playing against the Packers. Oh, yeah. Damn, I forgot about that. You're like, stop telling me everything I didn't know. Right. <laughs> now, let's go over to the AFC. The biggest game of the weekend is in Kansas City, where the Chiefs host the Dolphins. Now, the Chiefs are a field goal uh, goal favorite at home in Arrowhead. So, what's the number? Total number for Dolphins offense, TD passes for Patrick Mahomes. Total I'm, po- I'm going to go total point 17 for the Dolphins. That's it? That's it. Ooh. The Chiefs defense play ball. They do. It's going to be cold. Like, it's a different environment Miami going to. Yeah, they usually play in Buffalo and New York, but going into Arrowhead, a different vibe. Trust me. We we get busy in Arrowhead. Um, TD passes for Mahomes. I'm going to. You're going to. It's going to be a close, low-scoring game. Like, it's going to be 17-20. That's not low-scoring. That's mid, but it's going to be like 17-20 type game. Two days ago. Uh... Patrick Mahomes, I'm on his Instagram account right now. Two days ago, he has a post. He's standing at the 50 in Los Angeles, playing against the Chargers. And it says, go time. It's go time. There's a lot of talk about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Ah, they're not going to get it done. They can't get it done. Look how they played the last six weeks. Patrick Mahomes is going to turn it on. It's go time. I'm taking three. What did you say? I said two. Three, bro. Don't be surprised if he has four. It's go time. Go, <laughs> it's go time. Look at this post. Make, look at this post. Look at this post. We're going to make Brandon answer with his numbers first before he can do any research to see. And then by the end of it, he's going to have a different number. And then we're going to hold him to the first one. Patrick Mahomes will have three TDs. Uh, the uh, Dolphins. The Dolphins will have total points 24. On the Chiefs defense? Yes. All right, let's go. Let, let's let's do this down. really quickly. Let's go here. Boom. Let's see what happened. They already faced each other. The Miami Dolphins played against the Kansas City Chiefs. They lost. Was it in Germany or somewhere? They played 21 to 14. Can I? Can I? No, bro. We're going with the first name. You can. Just she for the said, second show, What did I say? Before, before well, we're writing down. <laughs> before he decides to do some research, get yeah. that first number because it's about to change two more times. Stop talking. They only put. Up, they only put up 14 points against the Chiefs the first time around. 
Wow. Okay. I just don't miss, bro. Okay. So final answer, Brandon. Uh, what well, is it? Well, I gotta be integrity, so I'll I'll stick with the twenty four. <laughs> Come on, Tyree Kill to uh, Coach McDaniel's. Um, I think I think both teams are going to cut it loose. The Dolphins aren't going in uh, to the playoffs feeling great. They're they got not. they're banged up. If that's a pause, that's a pause. They're banged up. Um, they've been dropping ball games. They haven't been playing lights out. They uh, feel the same. The Chiefs like. These two teams, right? Yeah. Like, it's weird for both of them. Let's just go. Yeah. Let's just go. Let's see what happens. So, I'm taking over uh, in this game on everything. Okay. So, we're still playing What's Your Number? The other intriguing matchup in the AFC has the young gun against the old buck. CJ Stroud and the Texan host Joe Flacco in the Browns. So, what's the number? TD passes for Joe Flacco. Total TDs for CJ Stroud. Mm. I'm going to go two TD passes for Flacco. I'm going to go... Four total TDs for CJ Stroud. Ooh, two and four. Stroud is gonna cook. Like I don't know Tank Dale not there, but he don't know any better. Like he gonna go out there, play loose, have fun, throw the ball around. Like he gonna show everybody why he should have been in the MVP runnings. Like Stroud has that it factor. You go see it. You remember when Deshaun Watson played against Kansas City that one year where they went up early and he was just making all the throws and spinning and breaking tackles. Like we go see that from CJ Stroud this game, I feel. Against this great Cleveland defense. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I know thank you. Thank you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, thank you. Because you just talked about the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Yeah. And you said the Chiefs, they have this great defense. Yeah. They're number two. Total yards. Mm-hmm. Who's number one? Who's one? But but what Who's did I say one? about Tua though? I said Tua don't have that fifth gear. He can't take it to another level. Yesterday when we was talking, like Tua's not gonna say, "I don't care what y'all do. I'm gonna do me." So Stroud you can. So you're you're saying a rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud, his first playoff game is going to go to Cleveland, who has the number one defense, you know, in, a, in probably ninety percent of these categories, yards allowed, et cetera, et cetera. And you're gonna say four total TDs? Four. That's a big that's a big feat, bro. Um, I'm going two here. I, I love CJ Stroud. You know, I was hoping that he'd be one of the first to ever do it, the first to ever do it, r- rookie of the year and also MVP. No one's ever done it. I thought he was going to do it. There you go. So I'm gonna say two, uh I'm gonna say two total TDs. I'm gonna say two two total D two total D uh, Get TDs. It out, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm there. For who though? <laughs> two total TDs. Right. For CJ Stroud. Okay. <laughs> And Joe Flacco, I'm gonna say two TD passes. So you got it like a tight game, like it's gonna go yeah. either way. All right. For sure. I mean that Cleveland defense. Uh Not and then real. also and then also like I just see, you know, the Texans just strapping down. Like I think they're gonna come in, it's gonna be a feisty game. It's gonna be a really good game. It's actually it might be like the game of the week. I know. I'm looking forward to that game. Right. I'm looking forward that's to like, that. That's like that's gonna be like real football. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like smart coaching and like Yo, the the tougher man wins. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be standing at the end of the fourth quarter type game? Let's go. All right, we got one more in this game. Finally, the Bills are huge 10-point favorites at home against the Steelers. So what's the word? Total turnovers for the Steelers QBs. Total turnovers for Josh Allen. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to say... One turnover for Mason Rudolph. They're not going to let him lose the game, right? They go run the ball. They in Buffalo. It's going to be cold. It's going to be crazy. Like, they're not going to let him lose the game. 
um, Josh Allen might have three of them things. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he don't care. I don't care. His team don't care. As long as you come out of there with a win. I don't care about the spread. Bro, Josh, just come away with the win. We don't care. Just win the game. They played against the, the, the Dolphins box score. He had Josh Allen had two TDs, two Two interceptions. That's been his year all year. Yeah, two in the first two drives. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and they slow it down. I like that. Josh Allen has two turnovers. And Mason. Mason's going to play a, a clean game. He's going to have zero t- turnovers. Mm. Mm. Final answer? Final answer. Don't say anything. I'm, I won't. I'm done. I'm <laughs> Don't say anything. It. I'm done. Okay. I'm done. There you go. Finally, the Bills. We, we just talked about the Bills. Um I like that game. What's your number? We should do that. Is that, the, is that our first That's time our first doing time. it? Yeah. It's our first time doing it. Nikki, what how'd you feel about it? What an honor. What an honor. What an honor. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, you're welcome. All yeah. right, so we're going to bring you back because I don't want to set you up for failure, okay? <laughs> we're going to have Wu come back in, and then we want you to come back in because we got to talk. Uh, we may go there now. We may, we may do it without you. We got big news to talk about, right? We got uh, Ja Morant. We mm. got... Uh, who will be QB1 in the uh, 2024 uh, draft on some of these teams? Not the draft, but for some of these teams. Gruden and the Saints? What's going on there? So we'll bring you back um, at the end of the show. Is that cool? Yeah, that's fine. That was good. Thank, Thank you. you. We just threw it out there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I must good. say, yeah, <laughs> Nikki dope. I really? mean, I will confirm she definitely can read B. Marshall, <laughs> like cursive and everything, the way Check. she was dealing up here. You're right. But nah, it was definitely dope. I enjoyed <laughs> she, it. She definitely can read. <laughs> I I think we need a we, <laughs> fact checker. Uh, yes, fact check, paper route fact checker. Can we fact check if that's her real name? We need to see that on right. her birth Let me bring up the birth records cool and name. see. Seriously, you said Nikki Bay Area, right? <laughs> we have another guest here they're not ready what time is our, our nope. second guest coming we're, we're preparing him right now as we speak he's here yep we're just preparing now. him he's getting into our green room there our you digital go. green room there you go so before we get there so this is Brandon Marshall Andrew Ruhu BC in the booth B Flow oh there we go there Got we the go. Chains on. Okay. Let's get it. Are we ready to go back to uh, uh, Pepsi Zero Sugar NFL Rookie of the Week? Are we ready to do another one? And this Let's is a first. Are we ready? Let's do it. I think we're ready. This is Sirius XM Faction Talk Channel 103. Uh, this is week 18. We already sat down with Jordan Battle. And now we have another guest. Okay. Jordan Battle was dope. Here we go. Week 18. T Spears, what up, brother? Where you at? Like, all right, we asked Jordan Battle this question. Is he ready to go? We asked Jordan Battle. Are you familiar with Jordan Battle? Has he ever hit you? We was at the we was at senior ball together. Did he hit you? Did you shake him? What was the situation? We did. We we played him this year. Uh I don't remember though. You you don't remember. Okay. So we asked him this question. All right, this is a this is the first question. It's going to tell us a lot about where you're at, your mindset as a rookie. Okay, the season's over. You could be anywhere in the world. 
Where are you right now? I came home with my family, man. I uh, spent a few days with my family. Where's home? Punch to Louisiana. Smart ah, guy. He got, out, he got out of Tennessee. Got out. Okay. Yeah. Right. So ah. we're talking to Jordan Battle, bro. The, the season's over. He could be anywhere in the world. He's still in Cincy. <laughs> He's still in Cincy. Now you got to leave, man. You got to get your mind. You got to clear your mind for a few days. So so after after the last game, how quickly uh, were you out of Tennessee? <laughs> uh, so the last game, I, I drove back. Uh, my mom had drove down. I had drove back with her. Uh, I had drove back with her uh, last night, so Monday. So uh, the game was Sunday. I left Monday. I love that's, that. That's how it's supposed to be. Bro, that's we how be I having know. an exit meeting like, Coach, my flight finna leave, bro. <laughs> like, in this meeting, dog. Like, right. You want me to get a ticket to the airport? Like, let's go. So, man, you you play behind uh, a legend in uh, King Henry. And um, phenomenal career for him. And obviously that's still going. He saluted the fans. He saluted the organization for his ride there. I think he said, hopefully I was an inspiration to the youth here in this organ uh in this community in this city um being behind him in your rookie year can you describe for us how your rookie year went how was it of, of course like when you're playing football you you deal with ups and downs but it, it's been pretty cool like learning from him and just like learning you know these different things for myself but like he, he's been amazing like um just by like the details that he bring in day in and day out and you know the type of person that he is he you know like i said he nothing but a brother to me how you feel about replacing him though man because we seen he gave his little deuces to tennessee letting us kind of know that he gonna go a different route like how do you feel replacing a living legend like that of course like you know of course like you spend a year with a person like um you kind of like build a relationship of course like you want him to come back but uh you know the job got to get done so you know it just be like the next man up you know, I, I wish him the best and everything you know in his, in his near future. Will Levis. Talk to us about Will Levis. I don't, you know, there's a lot of talking around this guy on the field, off the field. I don't really want to talk about Will Levis on the field. I want to talk about him off the field, in particular, in the cafeteria. Have you ever seen him in the cafeteria? Yes, you look, you know where I'm going. <laughs> his, mor his morning routine. <laughs> Have you seen him in the cafeteria? Have you sat down with him and had lunch or breakfast? Yeah, I did. He don't, he don't put it up. He don't put mayonnaise in his coffee. <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm like, I'm like, so like I had met him, I had met him, then a few weeks went by. I'm like, bro, you really do that? He's like, no, nah, I just did that that one time. I'm like, bro, I, I, I was I was about to say, but you nasty if you do. <laughs> well, he got okay. he got he got paid off of it, B. Yeah, so he not weird then. I, I thought like who does that? Um <laughs> Mike Vrabel. I played with Mike Vrabel, man. I Please. love that guy. Tough nosed guy. He yeah. on the hot seat, some may say. What do you feel Mike Vrabel is to this Tennessee Titans team? I'm um, like the last past few years, he's been everything. Um, he, like you said, man, he's he a cool dude. I got, I got, I got love for him too. Like um, since day one, you know, he just let me come, you know, be myself, man. He just let me, you know, he just let me do my thing. And um, he, he, he a great guy, man. He, he mean, he, he definitely mean a lot to us. You know, he, he the one that kept us going. You know, especially in this year. That we went through, it was it was a it was a rough one for us. But like he he kept us, you know he kept he kept us going day in and day out. So so listen, man, this is uh, uh your rookie Pepsi Zero Sugar NFL Rookie of the Week. You're a nominee here. Um, I want to talk to you, B. You brought this up when we sat down with Jordan Battle not too long ago, and you asked him this question: uh, Who did he model his game after? 
bro, a lot of amazing running backs in the league uh, now active, and there are so many uh, legends that came before you. So growing up playing running back, who did you model your game after? Who do you admire? Reggie Bush, um, I, you know, just seeing him, seeing him when he was for the Saints. I just, my first year, I got twenty five, and I guess I, I try to be like him in every in every way I could. But uh, I really like I, I, I like Alvin too. So them two, they they definitely at the top of it for me. Yeah, they got the same vibe, running style, and everything. So I, I get why you want to model your game after them. I love talking about competing. You know. We all watched the game when we was younger, high school, college, and we seen players that played the opposite position that we always wanted to play. And when we did play them, like we noticed some things about them. Who was the player that you played against that had that hit stick? Like, yo, when he hit you, like you feel it. Man, I got I got hit a few times this year. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I got hit a few times this year. <laughs> was it anybody that you seen growing up, though? Like, yo, I seen him growing I mean, up. I seen him on film, and, yeah, he caught me, too. I think the audio. Is your audio good? Your audio. Nah, Let's check your audio. Nah, I, I ain't, I'm thinking about it. It, it, ain't no, it ain't nobody that I grew up, you know, watching, but uh, I, I got hit, a, I got hit a, a few good times. That Carolina game, boy, oh, my God. I got smacked. <laughs> <laughs> He said Carolina game. I was waiting on the ball. The, the safety just, oh, my God. Well, I was on the oof. But, like, it, it ain't nobody like that. But um, I feel like uh, the dude, Desmond King, he did a, he did a good job against okay. us when we played against Houston. Yeah. Um, like he was uh, he was always around the ball, and, like, he was, like, hard to block. So, like, he, he did a good job. He don't, he didn't want to stand out uh, to me from this year. So so let's go back to the running back position, right? Obviously, you're, you know, you're one of those young guns and hopefully you morph into something bigger than who you model your game after. And that's Reggie, Reggie Bush. Um, give me your top five. We like list around here. Give me your top five running backs in the game today. In the game today. OK, I like um, I, I like most of it from uh, he my number one. Most of it from uh, Miami. From, from the dog. Number one, dog. Yeah, that's my number one. I like him a lot, man. I do. Hey, Gibbs over there running. Get yeah. Detroit mm -hmm. Gibbs. Jameer. He over there running. I don't know. I, like I ain't. Gonna, I just know most of my, my number one, and everybody else. I'm just filling in. Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, you want to go Christian, out to the I mean, Here we go. Christian over that thing. You know who like running real hard? These my these my last two. I got it. Jonathan Taylor and Travis Etienne. Man, Travis be running that thing, boy. Ooh. Okay. Hey, that's a that's a that's, good a, list. that's a it's it's a good list, but it's definitely going to create a debate and a discussion. Like, I mean, there's <laughs> you know, I can't we can't we can't throw Saquon out there, can we? Cause the year that Saquon had. Yeah. And it's fairly young guys. He's a young guy, and a lot of those guys in his division too. So he see them two times a year. Right. It's like, oh, I get to really watch them do their thing. And you put you put yeah. Mac. You put Mac at three. Like Mac was up for the MVP discussion, but that's your list. That's though. his list. That's your list. Wait, no. I said I'm gonna just fill in everybody else. I didn't put nobody at three. I just told you who my number one oh. was. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, listen. Um, this is your rookie, bro. And just like we talked to we talked we talked about this with Jordan Battle, 
you know, and you'll, you'll, you'll feel this, and you already did this when you were in high school and you are in college, when you were upperclassmen, boom, we got to leave our college or our, our, our university better than how we came in, right? And we have a responsibility to give back to the younger cats. Talk to me about your offseason. What's your plan? What are you working on? Where are you working at? I'm gonna be in Miami. Uh, they, they say you got. They can say you got a good spot around the way, huh? Yeah, you coming? Hey, I, I need to. I need to get your uh, contact after this, man. I need to. Man. I'm gonna DM you. I bet. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm tripping. Uh, we already been doing that. But uh, yeah, I'm uh, just doing that. Just taking uh, first. I'm gonna just take this month off right here. You know, just collect my thoughts, get my mind together, and then I'm gonna hit hit training, get into training. Probably be in Miami somewhere around there. Miami for a lot of them. I got a kids camp coming up in uh in in June though. Where's gonna be my way of getting June? You have uh, a kids gonna, camp? Yeah, my hometown, my, my high school. Matter of fact, um, that's gonna be my way of giving back this year. Um, I think I'm. A, I don't know what age range I'm gonna do yet, but I'm gonna try to uh, include a lot of them. Bet. Well, invite me and B. We we you know we gonna look at the calendar. We'll we'll, we'll come we'll come we'll come support. But B, go ahead, go ahead. I know you be busy, but if I invite you, bro, you got to come, bro. Don't, don't tell me, oh, man, something came up last minute. Yeah, bro, I'm pulling up, bro. You invite me, and I commit. Look, you said, and I commit. <laughs> you got to say that part. You gotta say- I'm coming, bro. <laughs> you said June? Yeah, June. Like, probably like June, around June 15th, around, around, that, around, that, around that weekend. I, I'm, I think, I think uh, during that time, no, I no cap. <laughs> I think during that time, <laughs> I, that time I'm scheduled to go to South of France. No, for real, for real. I might be in South of France at Can Lion, like big advertising uh, festival. You know, give out some rewards. You meet some people. Some things that we will discuss when you come down here because we talk about when should you – you know, look at other things outside the field and how does this transition look? Because we got to be thinking about these things now. You know, you got to handle the handle your business now. And the main thing is the main thing. You got to become one of the best running backs that we've ever seen. But at the same time, you know, the game can change and it can be taken away from you at any moment. Right. So these are some of the discussions that we got to have. But I'm saying that because of this, bro. Like, I want you to be more specific. Right. This is your rookie. We get an opportunity to learn from you, but you also get an opportunity to learn from us and steal some of our game. From a personal standpoint, move like a boss. Just talk to Jordan ba- uh, Battle about this. Move like a boss, man. Like, there's so much to, to to lose. You have so much to lose. People know who you are. They're doing their research. So make sure you have a driver. Make sure you have security when you're going out. Invest. Think about that. You go out and something happens next to you has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you, bro. Okay? Now your name's involved. You lose an endorsement deal. You might not get all of what, you're, what you deserve from a contract standpoint. So now you lose millions of dollars, say $2 million. But what if you invested just $1,000 that night? Now, I know it's a big penny, but, like, look, if you want to go out and you, you, know, you know who you are, it comes with that type of investment. Driver, security, I'm going to give them a couple hundred dollars to make sure that we good. Right, so from a personal standpoint, everything you do, move like you as if you were Jay Z. Think about what would Jay Z do, okay? And then from a professional standpoint, I like that you're taking this month off and recovering, but soon, right after the Super Bowl, bro, you got to get to it and approach your off season like it's in season, meaning like that routine that you had Monday through Friday, nine to five, and this is going to be the biggest challenge for a lot of our rookies. Biggest challenge is this. Yo, Monday I can go out, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Bro, don't let that affect your work, bro, because you got to come back and get an amazing opportunity. King Henry ain't going to be there next year. 
you the guy. What are we going to do with it, man? So, like, you know, I, I just – Go ahead. Take off. Take off. I, I, that's what I want to see. But, look, we got to handle our business in the offseason. That's where we get better. The season's easy. Being for me, the, the, the yeah, that's season, cake part. that was easy. Offseason was the hard part. Yeah. You ain't lying, though. And I, uh, and, I, and I noticed that this year, you know what I'm saying, I wish I would have did a few things different in the offseason coming into this season. So, like, I kind of, like, you know, I kind of learned a little bit from my first year. So I can't, you know, I ain't going to let that happen uh, going into my second year. Yeah, tap in with your vets, bro. Tap in with us if you need. When you're down here in South Florida, ask your questions. But you need to be stealing. You need to become a thief. You need to be looking at all the cats that's successful playing 10 years at a high level. How did they do it? How are they eating? How are they sleeping? How are they recovering? How do they move in the offseason? How do they look at deals? You need to be stealing, bro. So make sure you become a big student this offseason. And we appreciate your time, G. Nah, man, I appreciate y'all, man. And I'm going to DM you, bro, so we get together this offseason after you go off, once we come back from your, your sabbatical, <laughs> your month sabbatical, okay? All right, man. You, man. All right, G. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Yo. Yep. There we go. I think that was the first. We, we, we in, yeah. Look, we say this in ball. Start fast, finish strong. This is week 18, and I think this is the first time all year where we had two um, interviews for your rookie. Yeah, I believe so. We 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 finished strong. Yeah, always. and I like that element. B like we we didn't do that enough. Like I don't know why we didn't, but just taking that opportunity to give them game. some game. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, well, someone got to innovate, right? But um, I actually was looking up something because you guys mentioned Mike Vrabel. He actually uh, unfortunately was fired just fifty minutes ago. Oh, I didn't want to mention man. it during the interview, but. It happened, but I also reason why I thought about it was because I saw a wild stat on him yesterday, which was he actually has ten receptions for ten TDs. So like literally every time he's well outside of four targets, he's caught the ball, he's gotten a TD, and he's a defensive player, he's a linebacker. It's just Mike a, wild, yeah, Mike Variable. It's just a wild oh, stat yeah, I yeah, ran yeah, upon yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yesterday. I'm talking about him. I'm yeah. Like, oh no 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 no. Right. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunate news. Him. As I, I was looking up his name, I did see in the chat that people were mentioning that he had been uh, released by the Titans. Wow, yeah. that's big news. Yeah, well, just well, 50 minutes ago. Well, well, look, let's let's uh, complete this segment. Um, I th- maybe the the last segment of the year. I'm gonna say this right now to the team, the Pepsi team, to the I am athlete team. I feel like we should present the Rookie of the Year award at the NFL Honors. Me, you, me, me, and you, B. I'm with it. That'd be awesome. I'm with you it. guys out there. Let's yeah. make it happen. Like, let's make. How do we make that happen? Like, we should do that. We sat down with the top. Like Puka, I, I think Puka's going to win it. We CJ, sat down with Puka CJ before Puka was Puka Stroud? Yeah. over Stroud. Yes, man, Stroud. He would have had it, but bro, he was off what three weeks. Wow, three weeks. <laughs> and it's a close Texans call. Being a quarterback <laughs> to the playoffs. Watch this. Let me ask you this question: Have we ever seen a rookie do what CJ Stroud, a rookie quarterback, do what CJ Stroud has has done this year? Did this year? Excuse me. I mean, just have we? It's hard. It, I Andrew mean, Luck, Joe Burrow. I don't know if Joe Burrow did but it. But you put them into great situations, though. No, Joe I Burrow just, didn't do his rookie year. No, he didn't. But. That Houston Texans with a rookie head coach, like that's tough. I know, but have we seen it? I don't. I'm not. I have. I don't. I don't. Brian, know. have we seen a rookie quarterback do what C.J. Stroud did this year? Please let me know that. I say that because this 
we haven't seen a rookie wide receiver do what Puka has done this year. Bro, why don't we respect, like, being the first or the only? We don't respect it when it comes to these awards, whether it's the MVP. Because if Tyreek Hill, if Tyreek Hill went, eclipsed 2,000 yards, there's probably a good chance that he would have freaking been yeah. snubbed, snubbed. Nah, I don't think so. If he'd hit 2K, he would have won. Because of think all so? the chatter and the talk. All the chatter, yeah. It's a great story. Man. So, like, now we've seen, okay, C.J. Stroud is phenomenal. Like, unbelievable. Insane. Turn the Texans around in freaking six, seven months. Unbelievable. Phenomenal job. Baller. Baller. Efficient. Superstar. But Puka, we're talking about, let's name some of the best players that ever come through the NFL. And, hey, listen, you might push back a little bit. But it's the right receivers. Randy Moss. Odell Beckham Jr., Justin Jefferson, Jerry Rice. Like, I can go, T.O., I can go on and on and on and on and on. And none of them did what he did this year. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't respect his play. I think he's a great wide receiver. But at the same time, you just got to look at the level of play. You can say C.J. Stroud is, what, a top 10 quarterback. Can you say that about Puka at the receiver position? No. Or is he no. in a position where they schematically get him the ball and they do a great job on getting him to the places he needs to be and like mm. all that plays in and ties in. You're in your bag right now. I He's mean, in his bag today. Yeah. He's in his bag today. I like I like that. I like the pushback. I'm, I'm like, saying. damn, I th- He's not top 10, but CJ Stroud is probably. Yeah. Also take into consideration consideration the Rams might have a better like overall system coming what in the Super Bowl. That's what he said. That's what he said. Because I'm looking at the silly right now. Houston Texans before CJ was four and twelve, four and thirteen, and three and thirteen. That's what well, I'm saying. And a three thirteen and one. I all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Not all right. a ten and seven. <laughs> all right. Week eighteen edition of Yo Rookie Pepsi Zero Sugar NFL Rookie of the Week. Don't forget to vote. You still can cast your vote. Is it going to be T Spares? Is it going to be J Battle? Is it going to be CJ Stroud? Who is it going to be? Go to NFL.com/slash/voting/slash/rookies. Cast your vote. And I think that may be it. And it saddens me. Until NFL honors. They can't hear me. Can they hear me right now? You and the music. Me and the music. (laughs) I'm going to wait. I want them to hear me. There you go. Until next time, NFL honors, where you have Brandon Marshall and Brandon Flowers presenting to Puka or... CJ. <laughs> I'm glad you put the CJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's who's going to win it. We all know, but cool. You don't think it's a debate? You don't think it's a, I don't you don't think think it's a it's... debate at all? Wow. Okay, we'll see. Puka just got to get to his spots. Like, CJ is like, yo, give me the rock and let me just Game cook. changer. Yeah, yeah, like, let me cook. Give me the ball. So that's let just like, that's why I hate some of these awards, man. It's like the, the it's like quarterback awards, MVP is a quarterback is a quarterback's award uh rookie of the year if the quarterback plays phenomenal he's going to get it or if he plays good he's going to get it so ah i don't like it i don't like it we got one more what's the word on the docket um that we want to play here with actually lamar so remember a couple months ago when lamar was uh frustrated through contract negotiations well um during the offseason one of the teams who could have pursued was the Falcons and they did not instead they stuck with Desmond Ritter um, and one guy 
is the MVP, and one guy is Desmond Ritter. Christy O said, sorry, Christy O said, bring Nikki back to finish. Oh, wow, Christy O. Yes. I got two words in it. She said, I'm sorry. Bring back yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, all right, like, Christy all I see is, me straight. What do we have? 10 minutes left in we the got show? 10 minutes. It's all good, Christy O. I still love you. I love all my, all my people. <laughs> you ready to come back? So how right. many, what, we have 10 minutes left in the show? Yeah, we got 10 minutes. Okay. So you did we, say you were going to bring her back, though, so. All right. All right. Dang. Hot seats. Damn. Wow. Chrissy O. Love it. Okay, here we go. Brandon Marshall here. Brandon Flowers. Andrew. Who Woo. Kicked off the show. BC in the booth. <laughs> and now Nikki Blades. And we're still fact-checking uh, to make sure that is her government. That is her real, it's real. name. Don't and look it's too not hard. Like a TV name. <laughs> All right, so what, what 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 were we talking about before? Uh, Chrissy O said, "Please bring Nikki back." Lamar and the Falcons. Lamar, we have ten minutes. Lamar and the Falcons. So w- w- what's the situation here? I, like I wasn't listening because Chrissy um, O distracted me. Thanks, Chrissy. It was basically that Lamar and everything that went on in the off season. The Falcons had a chance to pursue him, but they stuck it out with Ritter. Right. One is an MVP caliber quarterback right now, and then how Wu just said, you got Ritter. Right. Like, as there's no validation to that name, but he just not, he not having a year Lamar having right now. But I mean, we have the question on what's the word. It's what is the question? I think it's, it's what would the Falcons be? What was the question? Will what would the Falcons be with Lamar? Uh, what would, yeah, the Falcons would be blank with Lamar at QB. The Falcons would be blank with Lamar at QB. They'll be contenders. They'll be playoff. contenders. No, not contenders. Playoff team. You don't think they'd be contenders? They barely missed the playoffs with Ritter. You give Lamar Bijan Robinson, that's a great yeah, running back. That, that, you give him Kyle Pitts. Division, he, like, come on, like the the uh uh the uh Tampa Bay Bucks won a division. They won a division with nine wins, right? Like mm-hmm. let me see, let me I'm pulling it up now. Tampa Bay Bucks nine and eight, New Orleans Saints nine. It, it was the worst division in football. So just because you win a division, right? Doesn't mean that you're a contender. But what I'm saying is they were that close with Ritter. Like, you got Lamar with B. John Robinson. He loved to feed a tight end and Kyle Pitts. Like, they have pieces around them that the NFC not that tough. Yeah. Like, they not – you got, like, streaky teams. Like, the Rams right. came along at the end. Who are the Eagles? Right. The Cowboys, they're a whole different team away than they are at home. So – so, so Nikki, here's the situation, and I don't know uh, if you remember this, but let's go back to the off season. Okay. Right. This is actually almost like a two year um, battle between Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, he comes out um, in the NFL. He uh, he comes in for Joe Flacco. Okay. Joe Flacco's on his way out of Baltimore. They're over him, and John Harbaugh, their head coach, their their, their head coach is still in place. Uh, he was going to get fired. Lamar Jackson saves his job by going out and playing phenomenal and getting them in the playoffs, but then they get there, they lose. Okay. Second year, was it the second year, B, that he wins MVP or his third year? It might have been second. So we're talking about a young dude still trying to figure this out, doesn't have the pieces around him. He goes out there, wins MVP, okay. right? Black quarterback, minority quarterback. So it's time to pay the guy. They don't want to pay him what he's worth. Mm. So here's the situation, right? Because this is bigger than just uh, if the Falcons had him. It wasn't just the Falcons. There was five or six teams that came out and said, we're not in on Lamar Jackson. So we're talking about a once-in-a-life, uh, a once-in-a-generation type talent. 
potentially available. Okay. He says he doesn't want to be in Baltimore because Baltimore don't want to pay him. So B, five to six teams come out. Do we remember? Maybe it was four to five teams. Remember that moment where they were like, no, we're out, we're out, we're out. Atlanta Falcons was one of them. How stupid does the Atlanta Falcons and all those other teams look? Maybe even the Colts because it was before the draft, before they got Richardson. Listen, interesting stat, Lamar is 20-3 and against the NFC. You see how he played against the 49ers. They're not used to that type of speed at quarterback play. Like, Jalen is mobile, but he's, like, regular mobile. He would have been so different to the NFC, like how Vic was. Remember, Vic was just, like, unstoppable. And, you know, Lamar brings people with him. Like, people would – they would have – it would have been so easy to build in Atlanta with Lamar at quarterback – after Vic has been there, with all these receivers wanting to be part of that team, like, no, they would have definitely been contenders in one season, I feel. Do you think, Nikki, that there's corruption in professional sports? Absolutely. Yeah. There's corruption in everything we do, but it just depends on who decides to participate in it. What's your definition of corruption? I'm trying to see where this is going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hold on, we got to get back like, on track. Wow, that's such so a what, was the, na- what was the game that we were playing? <laughs> yeah. uh, what's the word? So what was Wait your minute, word? Before you ask I was me. like, hold on. Uh, it's going to be my first Cor- and last show. Cor- <laughs> Corruption is Lamar Jackson, like Kirk Cousins and other quarterbacks mm-hmm. and other players, came before him, said, I'm not happy here. I want to move on. Mm-hmm. And maybe for the first time ever, we saw four or five teams, maybe even six teams, publicly say, I'm not – we're not in on the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. We, we're good. And these are teams that needed quarterbacks. So, to me, that's collusion. That is the NFL coming together and saying, we can't let Lamar and Miss Felicia Jackson, his mother who represents him, mm-hmm. like he has no agent. He, he, pissed, he pissed people off by letting his mother, who's more than capable, represent him. Okay? Mm-hmm. We're not going to let them – uh, change how we operate and do business? No. Why? So I feel like that was a, a statement that they tried they tried to make, and now Lamar Jackson has a quarter of the NFL looking foolish because if the Atlanta Falcons had him, be you said contenders. Mm-hmm. I said they'll. My answer would be better. Okay. But you, there's so many other teams. The Tennessee Titans was in that discussion. The Colts was in that discussion. Um, even. Um, Wherever he go, he's making them contenders, though. He that type of player. Anywhere. You look at Baltimore when he doesn't play. Like, they're not the same Baltimore. So your word was, what was your word? I'm just going to go with better. It's not sexy. I'm just going to say better. <laughs> it's, not like, it's better. My word is better. B, your word was what, contenders? Contenders. He's going to make anybody a contender. Whatever team he goes to, he's that type of player. He's that caliber player. Big news. Tough break for the Grizzlies. John Moran is out for the season with a shoulder injury that needs surgery. After returning uh, from a 25-game suspension, John Moran was playing at an MVP caliber level. We saw that. I mean, he had uh, a buzzer beater his first night back, right? Yeah. And all the hype. What's next for John Moran, Nikki? He got a heel. He just has to take the time to recover. Whatever reason why he got hurt, because it was during a training session, somebody is messing up somewhere. Right. You shouldn't be getting hurt at practice when you're playing at that level. So he needs to just refocus. What else is? What else can he do? It's just a B. It's a terrible situation, B. Nikki, where you know he dealt with what he had to deal with this off season and last year. Mm. Comes back and literally immediately takes back. Like, no, I'm the face of the NBA. Like, have you guys forgot? 
and now all of a sudden he has to deal with this. And so uh, if if I'm John Moran, I'm looking in my camp <laughs> at my training, you know, my coaches and be like, all right, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. <laughs> That's what I'm doing, bro, because you got to think about it. You it's 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 you can you can make better gains and get stronger faster and be more efficient and a better mm. athlete at home than you can in this cookie cutter organizational workout. So for you to have a couple of months where you're not a part of the organization, you got your own team working on you and then you get hurt like you said in a training session. Yeah. Man, I'm firing him. You put us to come back bulletproof. It's a shoulder though. Like they can't protect your shoulder too much. Strength you can't put muscle around it. Ooh. I mean, basketball players do they lift like that? Mm. I want I want to know what was he doing that got him hurt. He was sick not that long ago, so he already wasn't feeling well. Then he's coming back, hasn't been playing. But we all know how training goes. If everybody knows you're not up to par, you're not performing at that level, your training is should be catered to that. Right. To help you get stronger, not to push. But I want to know what was he doing that caused this injury? Because is it the trainers? Was it him? Is he just not stretching, doing what he's supposed to do, and just balled a little too hard? Or somebody really messed up behind the scenes? Well, I mean, you you know you play uh, two-sport. Two-sport athlete in college. Mm-hmm. And volleyball, college volleyball, volleyball, and, volleyball and softball. And okay. softball. Two-sport. Okay. And then I played basketball and I golf right now. As athletes, we know uh, injuries are inevitable. Yes. And there's some things that you can't protect yourself from. Mm-hmm. So I do get that. Um, but when you look at Ja Morant and how he plays, I'm surprised it took this long for him not to suffer an injury. He plays aggressive. Like Derrick yeah. Rose, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like aggressive. he's flying through the air. Mm-hmm. He's really aggressive. Yes. He's falling hard, right? And that's why I say fire your trainers because you know his style. And that's, yes, they, they don't lift like us football players, mm-hmm. but they definitely need to make sure that they have the rotational power. They definitely need to make sure that they have the stability and the strength you know, where they need it so they can play, you know, 80-something games throughout the year. Right. It's 10 a years, season. 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, before we close the show, I just hope he takes his time to heal himself mentally too. Mm. From missing all those games and then getting injured, you know when you get injured mentally, that's like the number one thing you have to deal with. So yeah. hopefully he takes this time off to reflect on life, himself, and how he want to be the face of basketball moving forward. There we Great. go. How many more minutes do we have? Is that it? That's it. Wow. Before we go, like, Nikki, uh, let's end this way because we'll have you tomorrow. We'll be talking uh, a bunch of sports. Yeah. Talk a little golf, too. Oh, yes. There's a lot going on in the golf world right now. A lot happening there. So I want to get your perspective there. Uh, tell us about, like, who you are. You already did this, but, like, where you're going, right? Like, you know, if people follow you on Instagram, what are they going to see? What stories are you telling? So I was doing morning radio in the Bay Area for the last three years with 99.7 Now. So I'm a morning radio show host. Um, do a podcast on, out in L.A. called No Chaser mm-hmm. with Timothy Delaghetto and Ricky Shucks. And on my social right now, you can see me eating. I love food. I love working out and a lot of golf. My you. obsession right now is golf. So you will see me out there trying to get that low score. But that's pretty much what you're going to check. Right. And, you know, me here. So. What's, what's interesting is that you started playing golf a year ago, bro. Yes. And, like, I don't know if you've seen her content because a lot of her content goes viral. Yeah. <clears throat> but, like, she's really good at golf. My boy keeps trying to get me in the You got to do it. I got to. I can't really. For uh. every athlete out there, one of the most fulfilling feelings I have had since I stopped playing was playing golf. There's something about having that many hours of being out there and working on your game. There's always something to improve on and 
you get to eat and drink during this one. So <laughs> this is the only sport where you get to eat, drink, and then you know ride around and listen it. to music. It's it's dope. I highly recommend it. And but go out there being uh, aware that it's hard. <laughs> well, we'll be back that. tomorrow. Tomorrow is Hump Day, Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, so we'll be back with uh, Nikki Blades. We're still fact checking to make sure that is her government name, yeah, and that's just not some because that's what people do in Hollywood. And, and I know. On this, like as famous people, they're like, "Oh, here's my character, whatever." So we got to make sure that you are who you say you are. I just got Nick, blessed. Nikki Blades is Nikki Blades. <laughs> um, so we'll be back tomorrow. Myself, Brandon, Flowers, Woo Out West, BC in the booth, Paper Chasers, Paper Route, Sirius XM Faction Talk. See you tomorrow. Peace.